1: We're off the map in international waters.
0: I need some drama, me.
1: Hide that cocaine.
0: Never. In
1: my nose.
0: Just so you know, I'm in an open relationship. Below deck. Woo! Below me. What? Deckhead. Did it work this time? Yeah, it
1: worked. Of course, it always works. Welcome to get rich deckheads.
0: No, yes, exactly. Anna! Anna! Hi!
1: My name's Nick. No way. Yes, I'm one half of the esteemed podcasting duo Nick and Anna. (gasps) We host deckheads on the podcast. And it is good. And today is another one. We're going to talk about sailing yachts. Below Deck, season one, episode
0: ten or something, eleven. No, we're talking. I think I ordered them wrong yesterday. Yes, you did, and I fixed it. Don't worry. Today, thank is you. Season one, sailing Below Deck, episode eleven. Wow, eleven.
1: Were we ever so young. And there's only 18 mm-hmm. episodes, including the reunion, in this season. Yeah. So there's only seven episodes after this, is what you're telling me.
0: Yeah, we're almost done. And then we hop on over to below deck med, which I'm excited because this season five looks pop pu- pop pu- pop pu- pop pu- pop pu- 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 hit. Oh, it's fire.
1: Also, yeah. we've never been a part of the Zeitgeist. You know what I mean? Yeah. We've never uh, we've never been like reading real-time articles about what's going on in that season. We've never been a part of the gossip. We've never been able to watch watch what happens live. You know? Live,
0: yeah. Live. When
1: when one of our crew members is on talking about what happened, the crazy things that week. Watch what happens live,
0: live. Wow. They added another live. It's that live. Yeah, it's it's literally like live, live. Wow. Well, this is
1: exciting. Anna, um, we're in the home stretch. Uh this episode really starts to Pop things off. Am I right or am I right?
0: I mean, no, not really. Uh, someone's on the chopping block, Anna. These are oh, always powerful. Sure, episodes. but like, there's something very like chill about this chopping block. Like,
1: well, I think that's all credit to Glenn, who is maybe gonna get a new nickname. I'm thinking I'm calling him Captain Zen. What do you think of that?
0: Uh, Captain Cap- Glenn is Captain Zen. I like it.
1: Captain Zen. Because that motherfucker, his temperature never gets raised. He tells it like it is. And that's that's how that turns me on, honestly. You know, what if Glenn and Sandy were to have a baby?
0: Uh, it would be like four or two. Yeah, um, you know,
1: you know who it would be. Oh, it would be um, a little
0: dog barking.
1: No, that's my annoying dog.
0: What is he barking at?
1: Um, I don't know, hmm. but it's probably another dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Why do dogs? Why are dogs okay with pretty much everything except other them? What? Other them? Oh, other dogs. dogs.
0: I mean, dogs. Some dogs are fine with other dogs.
1: Could you imagine
0: to have a dog that's fine with other dogs? Yeah. I mean, my dog likes other dogs, but he also does bark at other dogs that he's not allowed to go up to. Because I think if he if he feels like he's being held away, then I think he automatically assumes the other dog is danger. But if I let him just go right up to a dog, it's all good in the hood.
1: Yeah. That's why people's dogs uh, are racist, because they're racist. What? They're like, their dog gets tense around a certain race. That's because you got tense. So if your dog is racist, you racist. When did we start talking about racist dogs? Oh, Lord. How blind are you? It's 2020, okay? We're waking
0: up. Like, why all of a sudden do we have racist dogs? Like, is your dog racist? My dog? No, because I'm not racist.
1: My dog is chill as fuck because I'm mad cool. Okay. Whenever whenever I'm walking my dog on the leash, you know, she don't worry about nothing because I keep it calm, cool, and collected.
0: You're being weird. I've never yelled at a stranger on the street. Okay. Well, I I don't know where this is going. Um, It sounds like your dog barks to their dogs and you're trying to cover that fact up.
1: I've never yelled at a stranger on the street. I don't know why the cops keep hassling me about it. What
0: the fuck are you talking about? There's no cops hassling you. You're a tall white guy. You're fine. You have a full head of hair. No one's bothering you.
1: I'm thinning. I got a ticket the other day for thinning hair. (laughs) It's tough being a white guy. Okay.
0: Is this your new uh, stand-up?
1: It's tough being a white guy. Oh, the other day, my wife had a headache. Oh, come on. It's tough being a white guy. Saw a sale in the paper the
0: other day. Went into the store. Apparently, the
1: sale was last week. It's tough being a white
0: guy. I... You're upsetting me.
1: Oh, apparently the HOV lanes for cars with multiple people in it. Stop being a white guy.
0: I don't get this humor of yours.
1: Good thing you're not a network executive.
0: Yeah, fucking But good uh, they thing. would agree with you. It's tough being a white guy. I'll tell you what. I never get any
1: TV shows.
0: Can someone tweet at us if they're enjoying Nick's? It's tough being a white guy bit. Look, no I'm one ever struggling. tweets at us. I'm struggling.
1: You if you don't like it, tweet at us.
0: That's how you find out. All right. Well, our show is slowly growing, but we it's tough really, being a white guy. We didn't really have a marketing budget, so we're doing the best we can, uh, man on the street style promoting the show.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I've been anyway. I've been hanging out in front of my house. Showing people how tough it is to be a white guy. Yeah. And if they want to hear more, they should hear, listen to decades. Yeah. And I'll tell you what. So, people definitely look at their phones when they pass me. So, I think that it's working. What? They're very intent on there. Never, never look me in the eye. So, I assume they're downloading and listening and rating and subscribing. And that's very nice. Tough being a white guy, though.
0: Okay. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. That's the end of the episode. Um I'm just seven joking. minute episode
1: tough being a white guy.
0: Oh, Jesus Christ. What if I just passed away mid sentence of yours?
1: Oh wow. You gotta prove something to me just because I'm a white guy. Oh, it's tough. there
0: you know, I want to say guy. something. You're not a white guy. You're an immigrant. Fuck? You're an immigrant.
1: <laughs> well, thank you for saying that. No,
0: I'm just joking. I think I'm you're trash. I- wait, wait, wait. What? Huh? That, those are the two categories? Mm-hmm. Immigrants or trash? No, I'm saying you're not an immigrant. You're just trash.
1: Right. I'm saying those are the two categories. Immigrants, trash. Immigrant. Or trash. Or trash. Right. And you're saying... Everyone who's not an immigrant is trash.
0: Are we? on guess what, sweetie, or what?
1: Guess what, sweetie, what? you're not an immigrant.
0: No, I'm not. I was born in America. Okay, guys, we are going to actually start so this you're episode trash. because I'm deciding if we need to cut half this out because this is just nonsense. So, uh, we continue uh, with Adam. It's tough
1: being a white guy.
0: Oh my god! Shut up. Oh my god. We continue with Adam being upset that Jenna and Georgia had this um, same boyfriend for like, well, Georgia really dated him and Jenna just mostly fucked him. And he says he finds it repulsive that Jenna and Georgia could have possibly been with the same guy. And I think this is so rude. This is so rude to Georgia being like disgusting that Jenna would ever hook up with someone you were with. I'm not sure. I still can't figure out exactly
1: what he's mad about. Uh, 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 Because I can't think of something anyone I know would be mad about in this situation. Like, is he mad that they are talking about someone that Jenna had sex with? Like, does it have nothing to do with Georgia?
0: I don't know. It's the most like. It makes no sense why he's so upset, other than he's probably mentally ill in some way or has anger issues yeah. and doesn't and so know how to she, deal with his emotions. Like, this is this drama that Adam is creating is absolute nonsense.
1: So, Jenna revealed that her dad was abusive.
0: Mm, no, she didn't say At that. Least she verbally. just said he had a temper.
1: Yes. And that it uh, got so bad that. Uh, her mom left him. Now, right. I, if you have a temper, that means if it manifests itself, it manifests itself in abuse.
0: Mm, I mean, maybe verbally, but we we don't know for sure that it was physical abuse at any point.
1: No one said physical abuse. I wasn't even thinking physical abuse. Okay. I said abuse. Okay. Verbal abuse is is abuse.
0: Yes, it's abuse. But I'm just saying I don't know if it, it went further than now. Obviously she But did anyway, not say. the point I'm
1: making is that <sighs> it is abuse. It doesn't need to go further for it to be bad. And she's basically admits that Adam has the same tendencies and that she thinks it's normal because her dad was abusive when Adam is abusive.
0: Well, she also admits that she doesn't seem to care that she's entering into um, like an abusive relation or or like a toxic relationship. And she basically says that she's fully aware, but doesn't care. Like to her, it's like, yeah, I do this and I'm not ready to change doing this. And it's like, then what are what? How is there... A, what is a toxic
1: relationship that's not abusive?
0: I don't know. Just... I don't know. I, I wouldn't even know how to, like, breach that. Uh, let, let, okay, let, let's keep talking. So, Jenna says she's no stranger, stranger to ang- anger issues because her dad had that, and she felt bad for her dad because it caused him a lot of pain in his life. Like, he lost his mom. Like, she, he lost... Uh, her her mom, mom as a result. So when Adam has these temper tantrums, it's normal for her. So Jenna asked Georgia to lie to Adam and say that Jenna didn't have sex with her ex and they, that they were all just joking. Um, and Georgia's like, OK, well, that's weird, but I'll just throw it out there. And Georgia says she feels backed in the cor- backed in a corner. So she will lie to Adam for Jenna. So in the galley, Georgia just casually mentions to Adam that they're just joking. They didn't have sex. It was just a bit that they were doing or whatever. And Adam says, it doesn't matter because he doesn't want to share because he's been there before and he's done that. And it's like, what are you talking about? It's like, yes, I understand that you had some issues with Malia, but that was like happening in front of you. This concept of Jenna having hooked up with some faceless man years ago like what man the people
1: on this boat are so beyond repair
0: he's so gross and lame I'm sorry Adam is gross and lame you can quote me on that I hate this this behavior is reprehensible he's been built up against See that's I
1: is- would counter that and I would say he's not gross and lame he's lame and gross
0: <laughs> okay sure whatever however you want to say it but um I do okay so like in my experience of witnessing Adam watching Adam on TV witnessing him he does this thing where if he's built- standing
1: outside his house watching him cook yes. for himself in his outside own outside his yes. van
0: um If he's built up in any manner of, like, people being, like... sorry. Yes. If he's built up in any manner where someone, like, says, like, you're great, then he starts acting like a fucking piece of shit. Like, he's just so rude and he thinks he's the shit and that he's allowed to act a fool, basically. The second he's brought down a level, he chills out. Like, Captain... The reason Adam worked well under Captain Sandy is that she kept him down. She kept him in check in the sense of, like, you don't get to act like an asshole on this boat. You don't get to do what you want on this boat and just put onions wherever you want. Glenn's yeah. not doing that. And on top of, like, Jenna, the chief stew, being into him, he's not being checked in any regard. So now he's literally out of control and being an asshole to everyone and thinking this sort of, like, behavior's okay. And honestly... I hope he literally gets handed a new asshole in the reunion. Probably, I mean, he won't because he's just some white guy. But, like, I do hope they hold him to the fire for this sort of behavior. Um, Do you agree with my thoughts about him? Yes. To no, I,
1: absolutely. I just in terms of, I mean, I guess, you know, like all reunions, Andy's going to ask him about it. He's going to deflect and they're going to move on.
0: Ugh. Frustrating. All right. Well, Parker's helping Glenn bring the sales down and he's like, uh, they're going outward or he just says some things wrong. And Glenn says he's a little bit disappointed that Parker hasn't learned more at this point in the season. Um, so the guests sit down for dinner. Adam has made another Greek feast and the guests love it. And Jenna says, with Adam, things can spiral out of control quickly. But she says she knows what she's doing. She knows she's entering into a territory that's not going to be positive. But she still wants to. And she isn't at the point where she wants to change her patterns. Hmm. And Adam says, hearing about um, Jenna dating Georgia's ex makes him want to throw up. To which I say, grow up, loser.
1: Yeah,
0: it's such nonsense. Explain yourself. He doesn't have an explanation other than he's, like, a drama queen who thinks everything's about him. Anyway, the guests go to bed after dinner. Uh, Madison actually goes to bed at 1 a.m. that night. Good for her. Going to bed early, getting some rest. Uh, Okay. It's the next day. Um, The guests are doing yoga on the deck first thing in the morning. And Adam is in his room complaining about Parker's shit streaks in the toilet bowl. And he tells him to clean up after his asshole. And Parker's like, okay. Uh, And the guests sit down for breakfast. And Adam apologizes to Jenna uh, about his anger the night before and says it's inherent to be jealous when you hear someone else is involved. Mm, Maybe in the moment, but not years ago. And that he's developed feelings for Jenna, so he wants it to be water under the bridge. It's like you're the only one freaking out. Everyone was just tiptoeing around you, literally trying literally lying to you so you would calm down because everyone knew you were acting a fool. Like they weren't even trying to apologize because they knew how out of line you were. But they were like, Let's just lie to him so he just stops this bullshit that um, he's doing. Adam, I have a confession
1: to make. I'm actually a virgin. Please stop yelling at me. I've never looked at a man. Stop. Sorry, I just got an advanced copy of uh, Jenna's future one-woman play. Hmm.
0: Please stop yelling at me. Yes. So Parker and Padgett go to the beach to set up the barbecue. And Parker says he will do extra work after... He asks Paget, you want me to rake the rocks now? And Paget like barely answers. I-, I don't even know what Paget says. He's like, well, it needs to be done or something like it. Sh- or he- I don't know. He just like t- gives a vague answer and uh, Parker basically spirals like, OK, fine, I'll do extra work. And then Paget says this is what he's been dealing with with Parker this entire time with his attitude. And he says he's been dealing with a five year old who's really happy. But after a while, it gets annoying and so Jenna comes back to the island with Paget, and Parker's digging a hole. And Parker's like, or Jenna's like, what are you doing, pa- uh, Parker? And he's like, ask Padgett. Um, Brutal. And I guess he didn't understand what Paget meant by just rake the rocks because he seems to be like digging a full on hole. And then Paget shows him like, you just rake them, flatten them out. And he's like, well, that doesn't look any different. Parker's <laughs> losing it. Um,
1: he's so cool
0: he's just literally like I don't know so Parker's being all like sassy and attitude-y to Jenna and she asks him to be more polite and he says just because he's on this charter boat doesn't mean he has to take shit all the time and Jenna says you take flack all the time because you're confrontational, hyper don't take and don't take direction and Parker says you talk about me being breastfed by my mother and, and I guess that's what he's mad about now mm-hmm. um and then uh, he says, if she's mad about Parker being disrespectful, this is what Parker says, then she needs to check herself, which he is right there. Like, Jenna is very disrespectful. But in this case, she's a higher up than you. And if you haven't heard it 6,000 times, you need to respect the hierarchy. Whatever. It's true. So Parker, uh, Padgett asked Parker to go swap with CR and he's like, I'm fine. And he, <laughs> Padgett's like no you're not dude you need to chill the fuck out and Parker says they should have a meeting with Glenn about it and it's like dude don't say that because you will have a meeting with Glenn about it
1: yeah I don't think you should be calling Glenn in
0: yeah I was like you're gonna get fucked yeah you should go
1: to pretend you should go to your room and pretend to sleep yeah should be hiding
0: yeah and so Georgia is telling Madison what happened between um her and Jenna and Adam being upset over them having the same ex. And Madison says she's going to try and avoid the drama as much as possible this season because she recently got in trouble by Jenna. Um, so she's like, yeah, weird. Yeah, OK, I'm not even remotely going to do anything about that. Ugh. And uh, Paget says he thinks Parker means well, but he gets frustrated very easily. And Parker takes Adam to the island and drops him off and goes back. And Jenna tells Adam about Parker's angst. And Adam calls him a kid as if Adam literally hasn't been losing his shit. That's the problem with Adam is he always calls everyone immature and a child. And it's like, you are literally all those things. You're projecting. You're the most immature child I've ever seen in my life, fool. You have the most stunted emotions of a goddamn grown ass man I've ever seen. Other than Trump. Like, you are stunted, my dude. Like, Damn, you Remember it. how last night you were freaking the fuck out over, like, an ex that was not around, no longer in the picture, and, like, was with Jenna for, like, five minutes?
1: A guy whose name she couldn't even remember. Yeah,
0: she literally had no idea who he was.
1: Can you say that again, but just a little higher pitch? <laughs> I didn't.
0: He didn't know who he was. <laughs>
1: Wow. Wow. Thank, Thank you. I didn't think it was possible.
0: Was? Okay. Yeah, no. She had no idea who this guy was when fucking Georgia said his name to her. And you're out here being like, I'll oh, fight him. <laughs> fucking dumb, dude. Anyway, Parker switches out with switches out with Ciara, who takes the guests to the island for their BBQ. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll like Fanasha's episode. Off. See you then and we're back.
1: And we are back. No more breaks this episode, That's I promise. That's not true.
0: So back on the boat, Paget tells Glenn what happened, and he says Parker means well, but he keeps going in the wrong direction. And Glenn says, well, I'll have a little word with him. And I mean little, because I'm little. And on the island. Oh, guys, I say stuff just to protect myself, because I think you're going to say it, too. Sometimes when they're sailing, he's like, help, help, hold me down. The wind's taking me away. And Byron has to tie him down.
1: Really? That's why Byron always has those scarves.
0: Yeah, because unfortunately, uh, Glenn is so light.
1: Yeah. Did you know that when he's on land, he uh, actually lives in a tree?
0: A scorch. <laughs> he's basically a Keebler's.
1: Yeah. Well, that's his second job.
0: Wait a second.
1: It's the family business.
0: Wait, I have, there has to be a Keebler elf that looks like fucking Glenn. Oh, for sure. Yeah. All of them.
1: Like, commercially, it's just a bunch of Glens. Wait. Glenn? <laughs> Yeah, they call him Zen Elf. Oh, my God.
0: I'm just looking up images of the Keebler Elf. Wait, this is Glenn if I've... Okay, hold on. I have to send you a photo of Glenn. You don't have to. I get it. (laughs) Okay, guys. I'll post this on the Instagram, but y'all need to Google Keebler Elfs to find Lil' Glenn just like... Okay, I'm sorry. That was truly a tangent, but worth it. Because the little Keebler elf is Glenn. Yeah? Yep. Okay. Yeah, we got to the bottom of it. <laughs> I sent you a photo, you didn't see. Okay. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. So um, on the island, Jenna tells Ciara that Uh, Padgett had a blow up and Sierra says she doesn't even like to say anything to Parker anymore because she's afraid that he'll blow up at her. But anyway, the guests love the food that Adam made at the barbecue. And they're like, you need to work at Playboy Slovakia now. To which I say, what? Uh, So back on the boat, the other crew members are blowing up balloons for the guests white themed dinner party that night. And Adam leaves the island to go back to the boat because the guests decide to get naked and take photos of themselves with seashells uh, balanced on their nipples and a starfish covering their vagina. To which I say, good times. The way she was able to actually balance those seashells on her nipples, that was talent. I was very impressed that she was able to keep them on her nips.
1: Um, actually, she's done that so many times that her nipples are actually seashell shaped.
0: Oh, I didn't so know that. So that just
1: clicks right in. Yeah, that a, like a Lego?
0: Is that today's boat fact?
1: Yeah. Okay. So, no boat facts today.
0: <laughs> anyway, so the guests head back to the boat and Madison fills in Jenna about all she did for the white party. And Jenna thinks Madison has really stepped her game up and is coming a long way.
1: Yeah, it's like night and night. What? (laughs) She was always working hard. Okay, I'm a Madison apologist.
0: That's fine. I am as well. I think Madison's Mm -hmm. great. And Jenna just hates her because she's like. She holds a mirror up to Jenna, and I don't think Jenna likes that. So Jenna after
1: asks, um, after Madison, Wisconsin, and uh, our founding father James Madison, she's my third favorite Madison.
0: Huh. I don't know what to do with that information. So well, you don't
1: have to do anything. I will fucking except fight you. give it back. I will fight you
0: if you don't shut your mouth. So Prove Jenna it. asks if she can hop in the water at the island because all the guests are on board. Uh, the boat um, and Glenn says it's okay and says he has no problem with the, the crew exchanging their breaks for a quick swim as long as, the guest, as long as the guests are being attended to. And after lunch, they just usually need to serve. They just need to be served drinks and one stew can handle that. So basically Madison is going to stay on the boat and serve drinks to the guests. Uh, and then Jenna takes Georgia with Ciara to the beach to go swimming with her and, um, And Georgia's confused at first, but then she says, oh, I get how corruption works. You lie a little for the boss, and then you get to go swim. So on the island, uh, Georgia, Jenna, and Ciara clean up the beach picnic and then hop in the water for a quick swim. And then Parker, from the bridge, uh, spots the girls swimming. And radios over to Paget to confirm that they are swimming. And he says, that's fucked up. Jenna went for a swim while leaving one of her crew members on board to work.
1: What and, do you care? You won't even piss her.
0: Yeah. Um, and then uh, Parker, uh, not Par- yeah, Parker tells Madison. And she says, uh, she's glad Parker has her back. And yeah, she feels left out. But she has dealt with far worse in her life. And she isn't going like she isn't surprised Jenna left her behind. And she isn't going to let this affect her. Uh, So Ciara, Jen, and Georgia head back to the boat after their quick swim. And the guests are doing a photo shoot around the boat. And as they pull up in the tender, Padgett asks Ciara about taking a swim. And she's like, oh, fuck off. And she says she doesn't feel guilty about taking a swim because she works her ass off on that boat. And Glenn was okay with it. So she didn't really do anything wrong. And Jenna tells Glenn that Parker needs to learn how to talk to people because it's inappropriate how he's been acting. And Glenn says his concern with Parker is he's getting into conflicts when he just needs to get on with it. And he doesn't want the crew to uh, he doesn't want the guests to think there's any issues with the crew. And so Jenna describes how Parker was acting on the beach. Uh, and after that, Parker comes in and Glenn says, I'm going to talk. I want to talk to you shortly. And and Parker's like, oh, great.
1: Um, Parker is, I keep going back and forth thinking about like how Parker is going to like seeing himself or how his girlfriend is going to like him. And I think he's going to love himself. And I think his girlfriend's going to love it too. Because he ignored Madison so hardcore.
0: Huh. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well. No, thanks I, I do think he, back to me.
0: I don't imagine he'll be like, "Wow, look how terrible I was being." He'll be like, "Yeah, look what I had to deal with."
1: Right. He's like, "Look how right I was." Yeah. You see everything I said.
0: So Paget is now talking to Ciara about her response to him when he came back, or when she came back, and he asked about the swimming, and she said, "Fuck off." Um. And she says she tells him to stop bitching at her, that she didn't do anything wrong. And uh, Paget's like, well, uh, it's inappropriate how you speak to me. And she's like, yeah, whatever, loser. And he's like, I she just thought that. Glenn said no swimming. And she's like, well, fuck off again. And Paget's like, OK. Uh, yeah, so they pull up the anchor because they want to sail. But unfortunately, there is no wind. Uh, and Jenna asks to set up dinner at the top deck and Padgett asks Parker to set it up, but then he gets all like sassy and he's like, sorry, I wasn't paying attention. Um, but he like does this in front of the guests and Glenn and Byron are like, what the fuck? They're, they're not happy that he did that in front of a guest who's up on the deck. And to me, it's like, what are you doing, dude? You're doing that in front of the captain. Like, even I have tact, which is like, don't freak out in front of your boss. Like, wait until he's out of the room and then start throwing chairs.
1: This is a dude who has decided to break up with his girlfriend, but doesn't want to actually break up with his girlfriend. So instead, he acts like a jerk around her.
0: And starts throwing chairs.
1: Yes. And like, cheats on her. Hmm. And then she finds him cheating on her and then he's like so i guess we're broken up huh she's like no (laughs) he's like "Fine. what do i gotta do i quit yeah
0: well parker says he believes in the crew but they don't believe in him well after this behavior and byron talks to parker and tells him to rein in his attitude a little and parker's like i'm trying and byron's like no you're not and then Parker says he's upset with the way Jenna talks to him. And Paget walks up um, and says Parker needs to listen to Jenna and him because he's trying to help him. They're both trying to help him. And Parker says it's not making him look better to tell people he's breastfed by his mother. Then he asks Paget if Paget thinks the joke about him being breastfed by his mother is funny. And Paget says, kind of. And then Parker's like, well, then go fuck yourself. And Paget's like, you can't speak to me like that. Uh,
1: and now, then Pad- this is funny. This is uh, uh, Usually I wouldn't be down with this editing, but I was very down for this
0: editing. Yeah, it was pretty funny. I mean, it implied that he was actually breastfed by his mother, but it turns out the joke has really started to bother him. And uh, if this was Ashton. Oh, 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 oh.
1: Do you believe that I was breastfed by my mother's elephant bone?
0: Oh, my God. How does that make any sense? Every time
1: I wanted one sip of milk, I had to beat my mother's breast with an elephant bone until milk came out.
0: (laughs) This is problematic. Oh, God. That doesn't even make any sense, Nick. I'm sorry. Is this worth I being just, canceled over?
1: It's been a while since I was able to do Ashton.
0: I know Ashton. Ashton would have murdered Jenna in her sleep if she had made this joke towards him. Um. So yeah, she
1: would just wake up and then there'd be like blood, and then she rips off the covers and at the foot of her bed
0: an elephant, elephant bone. bone. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, no, a message has been sent. <laughs> yeah, and Paget. So Paget says he doesn't have time. It's a busy charter, and he doesn't have time for Parker's shit. So Glenn pulls Paget aside to talk to him about Parker, and he break uh, Parker or not Parker. Paget breaks down what happened, and he says that he's hitting a rock with Parker, and he's struggling. And he says he's starting to bring down the entire team. And Glenn says he'll deal with it. And that it won't continue the way that it's going right now. So the guests sit down for their white-themed dinner on the top deck. And they're loving the setup. Um, And uh, Jenna tells Madison that they are seeing a positive change with her. Even though Parker has been really bratty lately. Which I didn't know why she had to bring up Parker to be like, Parker's being really bratty, but you're doing well. Like, why don't you just tell her she's doing well? But Madison's like, wow, a compliment from Jenna? I'll take it. Yeah,
1: like, I don't know how she saw the compliment, but she did because it was wrapped in a shit like usual.
0: Yeah. So Glenn pulls Parker aside to talk and Parker apologizes. The way Parker apologizes for his behavior is as if he thinks that's going to save him. He's like, yeah, sorry about that. It's like, fool, you're about to get fired.
1: Yeah, you're done. And we'll be right back after this (laughs) message. No, no,
0: not yet. Yeah, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. So Parker apologized for his behavior. And Glenn says the only way he knows how to fix this problem in the deck crew is to take Parker out of the equation. And Parker says he would like to stay and turn things around and that he would keep his mouth shut and do his job. And Glenn wants to know if Parker really thinks he can do that. And Parker claims he can. And Glenn says it starts right now. And whether Parker stays on the boat or not, that's up to Parker and his behavior. So, uh, Parker, okay, this part annoys the shit out of me. I don't know why. This is kind of when I turned on Parker because it was so weird. He calls his ex girlfriend and he was like, I was such a sassy Sally today. And then he's like, Can you hear me? Then he's like, I was such a grouchy pants today. Then he's like, Can you hear me?
1: Oh, this is so funny.
0: And he just keeps repeating himself because I guess the service is that bad. And she I can't was hear a grouchy anything. pants. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Yeah. I was a sassy Sally. It's like, bitch, get off the phone. I don't know. It's idiotic. So that was a dumb scene. He's repeating himself. His girlfriend clearly can't hear him. And he says sassy Sally and grouchy pants like 500 times. And I was like, why would you describe yourself like that? Why don't you just say you're being a shit worker with a shit attitude? (sighs) And you're probably going to get fired. I guess it's hard to
1: admit sometimes.
0: You're probably going to get fired. Yeah. So, yes, the guests love the food. And one guest says the jalapenos will make her lips big, which will be good for a blowjob later. Yeah, it was quick, but I was like, what? And then they moved on really quickly. I was like, I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, what?
1: I'm sorry. My lips are stinging because of the infection. I'm going to give you the best blowjob. I'm going to give you a a sting on my face. Yeah, because I'm going to be drooling because I can't feel it.
0: And then the heat of the jalapeno will go into your urethra. And the heat, jalapeno. Could you imagine how that would feel? if the heat of a jalapeno went into your peony hole? Oh, it'd feel incredible. (laughs) Yeah, okay, bro. I think you'd be crying. No. Yes? Uh, No. Admit it. Yeah.
1: I'd be crying, okay? Jesus. Just thinking about it now. Shakes me to my core.
0: You know what? Let's take a quick break. Let's take a break. No, I said it first. Actually, let's
1: wait two more minutes.
0: No, we're taking a break now, Nick. That's what
1: we did last time.
0: All right. We'll be right back. Bye. And we're back.
1: The last third of this episode is just going to be Anna.
0: No, you have to talk, too.
1: No. I'm holding out for more money. I'm renegotiating my contract.
0: Mm, I wouldn't bother Why? I wouldn't bother Why? I just wouldn't bother I just feel like you're not really bringing it And we might replace you
1: That's true, yeah No, I actually saw the ad in backstage Looking for a new co-host So uh, I'll tell you what I applied, they loved me
0: And uh, I got the job Oh, so you got rehired to replace yourself? Yep. That's infuriating. So Jenna says everything...
1: Infuriating.
0: Jenna says everything looks great cabin-wise to Matt Ma- <laughs> Madison, like for her turndowns. And she is stoked she did everything right. And after dinner, the guests play games in the main lounge. And then Parker... I, and then they go to bed, whatever. I don't even know what they're playing. Like cards, dominoes, Whatever. So everyone goes to Russian bed. roulette. Russian roulette. That's right. They were all pretending. They were all going to shoot each other. And one guy did? Yeah.
1: One guy died. Yeah.
0: And we threw that body overboard.
1: Just like we do a, uh, a burned pot. We threw it overboard.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's that's idiotic. I hate when they do that. Or they throw broken plates.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And who does that land on? A poor fish who's like, Ah! Well,
1: you know what he you might have uh, a fish who just sat down to dinner and didn't have any uh thing to eat on and a plate magically appeared on his table and then he put out the spread for his whole little family and it's beautiful
0: right <sighs> so um after dinner yes the guests basically go to bed after playing games and so the next morning, Parker oversleeps on his morning shift at 4 a.m. And Ciara texts him and it. wakes him up. Uh, and he says he feels bad and he's really sorry that he's 20 minutes late. And All as right. Ciara is going to bed, she immediately tells Padgett um, that Parker was late because, of course. And it's the next day. Nice. Ooh, Never good to be late. Right after you literally had your ass handed to you.
1: Well, as I have posited previously, this dude is trying to get fired.
0: Ah, yes, that's right. You did posit that previously.
1: I posited it, yes.
0: So uh, they pull up Anchor and head back to dock in the morning. And Padgett asks Parker about oversleeping. And he apologizes and says it was the first time, but it won't ever happen again. And Glenn asks Paget about Parker and Paget said he's been very quiet, but he was late to his watch that morning. And Glenn says, well, that's an issue. And Paget is now telling Jenna uh, that Parker has been quiet, but was late to a shift in the morning. And it's honestly really not that big a deal, but it's really getting around very quickly. Like, the only reason it's a big deal is because he was in trouble the day before. Mm-hmm. And he's probably just emotionally exhausted. So he slept in or like missed his... What is it called? Alarm? Yeah, he's trying to get fired. Yeah. So Glenn is docking the boat or he's trying to dock the boat and they put Parker in the tender, but he's having issues because it won't move correctly. And Paget is telling him what to do. And Parker gets frustrated and his attitude comes out again. Uh, and Glenn is annoyed and says, this is exactly what they spoke about. And he's being snotty in front of the guests again. And that's not OK. You can't do that. We literally just said, can you not keep your emotions down? He cannot. So the guests are leaving. Um, They're very happy with the charter and everything. And yeah, they hand Glenn a huge envelope and he pretends that it's so heavy because he's so small he can't hold it. Can somebody help me with my money? And he's like, ah! And they're all like, LOL, it's so fat. And it does look like a fat envelope, but that's usually because they probably use smaller bills. But
1: Byron, get me my wheelbarrow. Yep. I'm also going to need a ride up the passerelle. Yep. Yeah. They said I couldn't wear my shoes, but that's no problem because I don't have any shoes that fit. I sleep in a shoe. Oh,
0: his little bed's just a shoe.
1: Yeah. He it's tucks in.
0: Oh, that's cute. I like that imagery.
1: But what what happened one time was... I was asleep in my bed, and somebody put put their shoes on, and I got squished. No, oh, no. And he's like, what? "Yeah." He's Luckily, like, they were sand. You know those I like um,
0: those like gooey balls when you squeeze it, and it just expands in other parts, and looks like all like wide. Yeah, that and, like, happened to me. Yeah, that's what happens when Glenn gets squished. That's She's where just, they got what? the idea for that. Squishy balls that just expand. Yeah, put me in, other in your places. pocket. I want to see up there. Okay. So uh Georgia, uh, after the guests leave, they're like flipping the boat and in one of the rooms, the cabins, Georgia tells Madison that she feels bad for Jenna because she ha she herself has gotten into relationships before and become all about the person and let themselves fall by the wayside. And she's in a honeymoon stage of her relationship and it's made her neglect her work. And Madison's like, Yeah. I've been there. You don't got to tell me. Uh, So it's tip meeting time. That was fun for me. Well, I'm glad you had your fun. Oh, shut up, Glenn. But me, I'm still stuck down here and I'm not even in your pocket. Go get in your shoe. No, I want to be in your pocket. Glenn. What? Get in your shoe. Okay. That's what I thought. I'm
1: the captain. Shut up,
0: Glenn. Okay. Call me Glenn. (laughs) Okay, I did. What? Is is there his ears that small? I don't like being called captain because I'm just one of you guys. His ears are so small he can't hear what I'm saying. Are you talking about me? (laughs) Hey, I'm still the captain. Get in your shoe, Cappy. I'm in it. (laughs) Okay, Cappy. Idiot. He's so tiny. They call me Cappy, not because I'm a captain, but because I sleep in a baseball cap. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was fun for me. So uh, Glenn says the food has been amazing and so is the service, but they're having issues behind the scene like the beach picnic and the attitude issues, which will be dealt with. And he says Paget and Jenna are like gods in their department as far as he's concerned. So whatever they say goes. And we learn huh. That they got a eighteen k tip. It's a lot of money, baby. Yeah, it's no twenty
1: k like the Goombas left, but uh, pretty the good. Goombas, pretty good. The cousins. Goombas. Yeah. Oh, the Goombas. We call them cousins
0: now. Mm. So the. Judgment day has come for Parker. Uh, Glenn pulls Parker aside to chat and Parker says he didn't lose his patience until Jenna and Padgett were telling him he was losing his patience on the beach. Mm. And Parker also says it was the first time he was late to his watch at 4 a.m. And Glenn says it was after he was being reprimanded. So it's just not a good look. And Glenn tells uh, Parker that freaking out on the tender is not good and he shouldn't be voicing his frustrations in front of the guests. And that's the problem. And Parker says his comfortability and well-being are also important. And Glenn says, yeah, but you don't deal with that by freaking out in front of the guests. On the other side of the boat, Georgia's trying to figure out what's happening to Parker and she says she feels bad that he may get fired, but she also understands why he's in trouble. And everyone else is also speculating about if he's going to get fired and um, back in their meeting, Glenn calls Paget in to talk to them. And he says he wants to give Parker a chance if Paget thinks he can do it. Paget says Parker has the potential, but he just can't let his emotions get into it. And Parker is being emotional, trying to say that he doesn't feel wanted. So how is he supposed to perform if there's all this pressure on him to not show his emotions? Um, and Paget's like, dude, you need to chill. Like, this is exactly what we're talking about. Like, you need to chill the fuck out. Um, yeah, and he says this yeah, sort of well, emotion. Yeah, well, he's not
1: going to. Never. Not no. once.
0: No. And and Paget says this type of emotion cannot be seen on deck. Uh. And Parker says, well, how about the way Ciara talks to you, Paget?" And then Glenn gets annoyed and says, see what we mean? Like, why would you bring that up? This is about you. It's not about Ciara and Paget." And he's like, when you say something like that, it makes me feel like you're not getting the point. And Parker's like, oh, uh, and Parker says Adam is also hard to live with because he treats him like shit a lot. Uh, and Paget says, well, that's a discussion you need to have with Adam. And then Glenn tells Parker that he needs to take it down a notch and his attitude is a problem. And he may he may need to finish this today, like as in fire him today. And uh, that's the end of the episode.
1: Oh, my God. Boat Facts?
0: Yep. It's time for Boat Facts with Nikki T's.
1: I never thought it would be Boat Facts time again. It's been a while. Um, But, yeah, it has been a while. It's
0: been a while. Ha-
1: I've got an incredible boat fact for you guys. You know, it's still sailing week.
0: Sailing week?
1: Yeah. And it hasn't meant much. Not as much as Dolphin Week, but it is. So. Now, when you're sailing around this uh, this old ball we call Earth, what you need to worry about um, is the, the salinity of oceans. What? Now, what do you think the average salinity of oceans are? What is percentage salinity? Percentage-wise. That's the, the amount of salt in the ocean. What percentage of the salt water is
0: salt? Um, um, I'm going to say 75.
1: Very wrong.
0: Oh,
1: 3.5%.
0: What? That water is three, so salty, though.
1: Well, it's water, not salt. <sighs> While 3.5% is the average, some seas are just very, very salty. Saline water, a.k.a. salt water, increases metal and aluminum corrosion. So the saltier the sea, the more maintenance you'll need to do. So you don't want it to be salty. Now, guess what sea is the
0: saltiest on Earth? Ooh, uh, salty sea, salty sea. Salt and straw. No, the I'm just Mediterranean. I'm, uh, right. What? You didn't actually let me say anything.
1: Um. Well, you said a wrong answer, and then you pretended that it was a joke. Anyway, <laughs> okay. it's over. You lost. The Mediterranean is the saltiest sea on Earth at roughly three point eight salinity. The Southern Ocean and the North Pacific are among no, the least. No, I
0: just looked it up. The Dead Sea is the saltiest sea with thirty three point seven percent salinity.
1: 33. Well, you're wrong. Anyway, I just
0: looked it up. It's the saltiest right. bodies of water is the Dead Sea. That's why you can float in it full. You know what? You don't even know what you're doing. Are we going to have to take boat facts away from you?
1: That's not true. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, look at What it up, you're and... looking at
1: is bullshit.
0: Okay. It's called Google.
1: Now, back to my boat facts.
0: Mm-hmm. The okay.
1: Caribbean is also quite salty.
0: Facts.
1: 3.7%. So, uh, basically, better sail to the poles and stay away from the Mediterranean or the Caribbean. Whatever,
0: dude. It's the Your boat sea. will last longer. <laughs> <laughs> You're an idiot. Well, uh, thank you for that technically not factual boat fact. I oh, to- it's a fact. Okay.
1: The Dead Sea is not actually a sea. It's a lake, you dumb bee.
0: It's a body of water, and that's what you asked. It's a lake, and I said, See! So, why don't you
1: apologize to my listeners? To my listeners now. and, And restore
0: a little of my authority. I am the listener. You're wrong. No, I'm the listener, and I am not a fan. You're wrong. Goodbye. Okay. You know what? Thank you for that half-ass. You've you really let me down today. That's incorrect boat fact. Look it up, y'all. Okay, I'll look it up. Look up the Dead Sea and see how much salinity is in it. 33 The Dead 7. Sea is a
1: lake. Do you understand no, that?
0: The Dead Sea is a sea. That's not the word the in sea. The Dead Sea is a lake. The Dead Sea be all right, guys, we could fight about this for years, and I'm not We even don't joking. have to
1: if you just Google it.
0: I did, and that's how I found the Dead Sea. Google, is
1: the Dead Sea a lake?
0: Okay, uh, you know what? I'm The fight. Dead Sea, also Let's called the Salt
1: Sea, is a salt lake, salt. bordering Jordan to the east and Israel to the west.
0: But what does it connect to?
1: It's a lake. It connects to land.
0: Then why does it say Dead Sea in the title?
1: Doesn't matter.
0: No, it matters.
1: Doesn't matter. It's mm, a lake.
0: No, it matters. Guys, I don't know if you're ever
1: gonna have the chance in your life to prove someone so vile, so <laughs> wrong, so quickly. But it if you ever do, to me
0: like a sea.
1: Just know that it will feel incredibly sweet. I'll see you guys tomorrow.
0: Whatever, more. guys. It's pretty deadly though because it's dead. So you can float in there nib big. Um, thanks so much for listening, you guys. Uh, this has been below deck season one sailing episode 11. Um, we really enjoyed the, we really enjoyed your listening. Does that make sense? Okay. you can follow us at deckheads Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us at deckheadspod at gmail.com consider leaving us a five-star review because we would love that and we would really appreciate it. Even if you just want to go press the little five-star, come on, man. Give us some love. We just need the love. Also, check out our merch on TeePublic because technically they said they wouldn't let us do more designs unless we sold more shirts because (laughs) corporate America sucks. Uh, Well, they're not really corporate, but they might as well be. Uh, So we need to fucking up our game so we can bring you guys more designs we might have one more coming out so get excited uh yeah and uh follow me at Anna Hostney and nick is at nick turners again our merch is at t public leave us a five-star review follow us on social media i have a lot of fun on our instagram just posting really silly shit i think you'd enjoy it if you checked it out Nick doesn't do much. He just makes up facts about dead seas. So, uh, all right, guys. Talk soon.
1: Deckheads is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.